What's up, you guys? And welcome to the official podcast of Education Thoughts with Damian Aronson. So listen up. This is an education podcast where I will give you 100% real, honest, and authentic truth in every single episode. From what's happening in the educational world to interviewing guests and sharing life stories relating to education. I got you covered. So join me on this journey of exploring the education life together with me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Education Thoughts with Demi Anderson. I am Demi Anderson here. So let's get started with today's topic, which is, again, mental health. Your mental health is so very important, you guys, during this time, especially during this time that we are in during this pandemic, during this quarantine, um, everything with coronavirus, your mental health is so very important. So take care of yourself as much as possible. Um, Like I've been mentioning for the last couple of episodes and also on my first podcast, Future Educators Talk, your mental health is so important. Do the things that you love to do. Go for a walk, exercise, meditate, exercise, um, go for a hike, do something that keeps you occupied and keeps you going. Because if you don't do anything, you just sit around the house, do absolutely nothing, that can literally destroy you. It can, that can like literally destroy you. And like I keep mentioning in, um, in some of these past episodes and also on future educators talk, I keep on talking about this every time I do an episode because every time I talk about mental health, I think about this because that's how I was last year, back in 2019, when I went to college back in August. I was like so very excited and so and all. And then like once I was there like for a week or a half, I wasn't like really feeling myself like this is not the environment I need to be. So I returned back home and I was quite fine for about, for probably about a week well, well, no, well, no, not a week. I was probably fine for about three days once I returned back home. And then after those three days, I started feeling awful, not good about myself. I started feeling depressed because so much had been going on, you know, around me since I was at that college. Um, and then once I came back home, because well, when I was there, I was not feeling myself like this is not the type of environment. I need to be big old crowds and stuff. That's not me. That's not my type of environment. And so when I turned back home, um, three days, I was fine. But then after that third day, I was feeling so depressed. Like, I didn't want to get out of bed. I stay in bed every single day, morning to night. I didn't want to do nothing like my strength. I didn't have the energy that I that I am. You know, like today, I'm so pumped up with stuff. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I wanted to be in my room dark, no shades up, uh, no um, nothing, no sunlight, no nothing. I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want to do anything. I just want to be in my room, be by myself. And that is like when it just literally destroyed me because I had so much things of going on into my head, into my mind, and I had so much problems and issues that I didn't want to talk with anyone about my problems, about my issues, 
And so I literally just like, you know what? I want to end it all because um, I just want to end it all. I want to kill myself because no one, like I keep mentioning in these episodes and future educators talk when I talk about mental health, um, I just wanted to end it all. I want to kill myself. No one's not going to miss me. Nobody know that I'm gone. Just want to end it all. Um, so that's how it was. I was really very depressed last year. Really wasn't taking care of my mental health. But then finally, I opened up to my mother about this, about how I was feeling. And then I started watching last year, um, Tam the Tamron Hall show when she premiered um, last year, back in um, September, I believe. And that's when it, her show literally changed my my mind it just clearly changed everything um to where because on her show it's about um anything anything they talk about they talk about stuff that's dealing you know real life issues um and one of her purpose like we all have a story to tell so let's talk about it um so i love that because each and every one of you guys including me we all have a story to tell that something deeply that had happened to us personally or someone that we love dearly or whatever it is. We all have a story, you guys, that had something, you know, happened to you, to us. And one of these days we need to, you know, open up and talk about it because if you don't open up and talk about your problems, your stories, what you have been through, it can destroy you. It can destroy you, believe me. I was in that place last year where I did not want to open up to anyone. Once I came back home, I'm fine, leave me alone. I just want to be stuck in my room. I didn't want to talk with anyone about my problems for weeks. Um, going up to a month, I didn't want to talk to anyone about it. Um, so it, it, it literally got like, it, it literally quite destroyed me. It did. And I wanted to just kill myself because once I came back home from back in September of last year, all that month and part of October, stuck in my room for weeks. Didn't want to come out, go outside, do nothing. So we all have we all have a story to tell you guys. Each and every one of us, we all have a story to tell. So let's talk about it. You may, if you talk about your story, you may relate to someone that has um, been through it similarly or is going through it. So you may have a connection with someone that, hey, I understand where you're going. I understand how, you know, all of this. And someone like me, when I share my college story, um, which I will share um, in the um, next coming of weeks, I'm going to share my first college story um, with you guys and how that had impact in my life. But when I did that episode, when I recorded that episode, I was like, I got to open up. I got to tell my story. Um, so we all have, again, we all have a story. We all, <clears throat> we all have a story to tell. So let's talk about it. Okay, including like me, um, someone may be going through the exact same thing that I went through or something similar, and they can relate to what I have been through, and I can relate to what they have been through as well. So um, I'll be sharing my first college story with you guys and how that, how that had impacted my life um, in the next coming weeks, and y'all can understand how miserable I 
was. And it's it literally, guys, is um it's a long episode because I had a lot to share with you guys. So it's it's a long episode. It's about like an hour, probably 25 minutes, maybe or 15 minutes. I know it's like an hour, uh, probably like an hour, 15 minutes or hour, 25 minutes, but yeah. Um, so it was a lot. So please, you guys. Take care of your mental health because it is so very important. You need to talk to someone, talk to your therapist, you know, doing virtually on here. You know, you can't go with them face to face. Um, talk to your therapist, talk to a trusted person that you care about that, you know, they will understand your problems. Um, or call, you know, some important people, which I will <clears throat> Um, probably later on in this episode here, or if not, it's going to be like in next week episode of which numbers, which um, organization that you can call to get the help that you need because your mental health is so very important in this time. So let's hop right into today's topic. I know I was rambling about that, but I just had to let it out again. And y'all be hearing that um, over and over and over again as long as I talk about mental health because that's how it was last year. So I'm not going to um, dig right deep into that. Y'all will check out that episode um, the next coming of week. So let's hop right into today's topic, which is, again, mental health. Because all month long in May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So take care of yourself. So I'm going to be sharing ways. You got some tips. I'm going to be um, um, answering some questions that I'll be providing to you guys of how to take care of your mental health during this quarantine, during this coronavirus that we are in. Okay, so millions, you guys, millions in the United States and around the world are under stay-at-home orders as officials hope to slow the spread of the coronavirus. But how do those practices affect individuals' mental health? Okay, um, what are the unique mental health challenges that people are facing during um, during this coronavirus, you guys, during this pandemic, and how do they affect um, our healthcare workers, those living alone, and those returning to work, among others? So I got a lot to share with you guys. So. Here I go. Now, I found these out, you know, these questions to help about how you can take care of yourself by, um, you have um, Dr. Jesse Goh, who is a podiatrist of Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis, and the PBS News Hours, um, Anna Northway, they answer some viewers' questions on how to take care of your mental health and also cope with the things like fear and anxiety during this pandemic. Um, so here we go. The first question, and you guys, you might want to jot this down, maybe write this down of how you can take care of your mental health. So grab a pencil, grab a pen. Um, um, notebook so y'all can get these questions down and these tips. The first question is, what are some tips on how to deal with anxiety from the uncertainty? What are some tips on how to deal with anxiety from the uncertainty of the world? And so, a major cause of anxiety during the coronavirus 
pandemic is the uncertainty about what the near future will hold, which can be, which can be, um, is that which could be exacerbated by the prevalence of misinformation from you know misinformation about the virus that that's not true, you guys. Um, that's what Dr. Jessica tells um, tells us. She also says the reason why we fear anxiety, now listen up you guys, she said the reason why we feel anxiety perkins back to the pivotal instinct to be aware of our surroundings and to always be prepared to run from the predators. Now, she says it's really, really normal, okay? Everyone is dealing with anxiety. Every single one of us, we are dealing with anxiety. I'm dealing with anxiety of the world because I'm just like scared and just like and angry. I got I, I, I got all these emotions about how I can't believe we're in this kind of a world. This is our, this is our new normal. I can't believe it. Like we're all stuck at home. We can't go to the places that we used to. We can't hang around. You know, with our friends. Um, we have to do, you know, virtually online and we have to stay, you know, six feet apart and then go to grocery. The place is just insane. I'm just very scared of how our world is going to look like in the next couple of months. Are we going back to the same life that we used to have? Or is this is our permanent state of living? I'm just, I'm really scared about our world because some because like you guys know, I am a future educator. That's why this is called Education Thoughts with Amy Anderson, and that's why and that's why I am on Future Educators Talk to talk about topics that are currently or that has happened around the world in the educational field. Um, and I'm just scared because when I become a teacher, is this like in the next couple of years? Is the, is this coronavirus is still going to be happening or is, or is still living in this kind of a new normal? And how will I teach, you know, my students like virtually instead of being in the classroom interacting with them? That's going to be so different. I, I'm just praying. I hope that this is, this is not our, this is not permanent. This is not permanent. I just, I just, and I just got through watching right before I record this episode um that you know how it was back you know with the civil war the civil wars that we had um the great depression the holocaust like every we got through people they got through those difficult times in in history and this is another thing that i hope that we get past because everyone keeps saying that um this too shall pass well I don't know if this is going to pass or not. I don't know. I'm literally scared and I don't know why I feel like this, but I, but I am scared for our future. I hope this is not our permanent state of living. I hope this starts our new normal forever. I hope not. I want to get back outside, you know, going to the places, you know, that I used to go, you know, going outside, you know, seeing people, you know, walking and going to places. You see people, you know, they're chattering, laughter. I miss those things. And going to school, um, 
you know, physically being in that classroom, the teacher getting the interaction with them, because it's, it's not the same, you know, doing it virtually. It's not. So I just hope this is not our, this is not our permanent state of living. I hope not. Um, so getting back to the topic of mental health, Dr. Jesse Go, she says that it's really, really normal. Everyone is dealing with anxiety, including me, including you as well. Everyone, we're dealing with anxiety. And she also recommends everyone stay informed through their favorite trustworthy news sources to help alleviate some uncertainty, but to also limit the time in an effort to not get overwhelmed. Um, I believe I talked about this um, on a special episode of this um, probably last week. Um, I don't think I did. I probably I probably did this on future educators. I probably talk about this on future educators talk, of where I said that find a trustable, credible sources of getting the news from. I get my news from ABC News, um, The View. That's where I get all the information from. You have Good Morning America, and then I recommend um, using the CDC. Um, that's a good one. The WHO organization, those are very good ones that I get informed with. And I only, and I believe, yes, I mentioned this on Future Edge Care's talk of where, of getting the news, like how much information should you get from the news? Because you don't need to constantly be, you know, looking at the news 24-7 because that can, like she said, um, like she said here, that, um, but it's but to also limit the time to uh, effort to not get overwhelmed. Don't get overwhelmed with too much information from the news. I recommend, and I believe I yes, I mentioned this on Future Educators talk about every morning when you get up, spend about ten minutes, just ten minutes watching the news. Get enough information that you need about what's currently happening in the world. Just just ten minutes. Um, in the morning and then in the evening, um, right before you head to bed, just five minutes of what's you know still happening around the world, just five minutes. Each day that for, for that one day, that's a total of 15 minutes of news instead of around about six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten hours of information from the news because that can literally overwhelm you it can overwhelm your body of not you know taking care of yourself your mental mind so i recommend about 15 minutes each day 10 minutes in the morning of getting the news all the information and then five minutes in the evening um, before you head to bed that's a total of 15 minutes of information that you need and that's it that's all the information that you need about 15 minutes you don't need to constantly look at the TV, like constantly look at the TV. No, no, constantly looking at your phones. No, 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 okay? It's not good, okay? So I recommend about 15 minutes each day, 10 in the mornings, five in the evenings right before you go to bed, okay? And she also says, I think you have to stay informed to some degree. Um, that's what she says. Now, anxiety can also come from growing daily to-do lists. Even the myths 
of all the demands that we are getting, Dr. Jessie Go, she recommends people always be kind to themselves. Okay, she recommends people always be kind to themselves. Okay, you have to stay positive through this. You guys have to stay positive through this. Um, she also says that you're going to be less productive right now, um, urging people to be patient with themselves. Okay, and she also suggests breaking down the big task into smaller, more uh, manageable pieces to make them feel less daunting, all right? Now beyond, now beyond that, Dr. Jesse Go said to explore, to, to explore relax, relaxation methods such as, um, like I mentioned earlier, meditation, but also says that methods does not work for everyone, okay? And I mentioned this on Future Educators Talk, each of these methods, you know, the exercise, um, you have to exercise, meditation, you know, go for a walk, you know, jog, it, it's all those things, it probably, it's not gonna work for everyone. So you gotta find which of these methods best works for you, okay? You have to find which one best works for you. All right. And she says, don't beat yourself up if it isn't for you. If exercising isn't for you, okay, that's fine. Find something else that that fits best for you. Because I know everyone right now, they're doing exercise, you know, on IG lives and stuff. And probably, you know, if you want to try exercising, and if you don't think that that's best for you, Please don't beat yourself up of trying to keep on doing it, keep on doing it, because if you keep on doing it, it's going to destroy you, okay? It's going to destroy you. So find something else. If exercising is not your best suit, okay, try to do meditation. If that's not it, go for a hike, you know, walk, jog, run, do something that best fits for you, okay? And again, don't beat yourself up if that isn't right for you, okay? Continue on, she also, she also recommends activities like exercising, I just said that, and listing some of your favorite things as a way to get away from anxious thoughts, okay? So um, that's a good one right there, okay? Question number two, we're moving on to question number two is, how do you know when it's time to seek professional help? That is a good one, isn't it, people? That is, a, that is a good question. How do you know when it's time to seek professional help? Um, I give y'all an example of me. Um, when, I, when I mentioned the beginning of the episode, like um, back in September, I when the Tamron Hall show um, first premiered, and when I start watching it back in that time, you know, September, um, and watching how she, you know, does, you know, real life issues stuff and talk about, you know, bringing on people to talk about their stories and that it matters. We all have a story to tell. So let's talk about it. That is when a light bulb came into my head and says, Damien, you need help. You really do. You need professional help. Because in September, you guys, I was, you know, I came back home. But then after those three days on that next day the fourth day feeling awful and then i don't know when exactly her show premiere back in september probably the very first 
a month or probably somewhere around, somewhere around in the middle. And when I first started watching it, I just, something just came up to me that just like, dang it. It, 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 it was like some, it was like something that was speaking directly to me. Um, it was like that was a sign for me of Damien, you need, you need some help. You need some help. So I'm so glad that that sign was brought to me because if that sign wasn't brought to me, you guys, I will probably not be here um, today speaking about mental health for everyone. I will not be here today if it wasn't for the Timmer Hall show to whoever brought that sign, that image to me. Um, so I, I'm just so glad, I really am. I'm really so glad. Um, and y'all probably could hear like my voice is trying to get like, it's, it's just getting softer and I feel like I'm about to cry, but, but I'm trying not to. But that was, That was a sign from God telling me to, you need to relax, you need to push back, you need to focus, you need, you, you need some help. You just take, take it day by day. So yeah, I'm just glad. Thank you, Timmer Hall, for literally saving my life because if it wasn't for you and, our, and your show of having real people on, talking about their stories, I wouldn't be here today. Um, and I wouldn't have shared my experience, my first college experience um, with you guys. I wouldn't be here today talking about it. So um, yeah, so that, that, was, that, that was an example of how do you know when it's time to seek professional help? Now, with this question, how do you know when it's time to seek professional help? Well. There are a lot of ways, you guys. There are a lot of ways. So living through a global health crisis, this pandemic, is a new and trying experience for most people and for some who have never experienced serious mental health issues. And they may wonder if and when they need to seek professional help. Now, Dr. Jessie goes, she assures that it's okay to always ask for help. Okay, don't, don't forget that, you guys. It's okay to always ask for help. And that no one is going to turn away from you for not having enough systems, okay? So it's okay. she says it's okay. It's okay to always ask for help and that no one is going to turn you away for not having enough symptoms. Now, she also suggests that everyone becomes familiar with the common signs of mental distress, which are sleeping too much or too little, okay? Eating too much or too little. I fall in that category right there because I don't eat too much. Um, not interacting as much with friends or family. I fall under that category as well. A lack of joy in things you used to like. I'm under that category right there. And finally, low energy. I'm also under that category as well. That's how I was last year. Pretty much, I was all of those things last year. 
low energy, a lack of joy in things you used to like because I didn't, I didn't want to do anything. I just didn't. Not interacting as much with friends and family. I just stay in my room. Didn't want to come out. Leave me alone. Didn't want to go outside. No. Interact with people. No. Eating too much or too little. That's how I was back then. And, I'm, and to be honest, I'm still like that because I don't eat that much, which I need to start. And sleeping too much or too little. That's how I was last year. I believe I was um, not sleeping at all during that time. So I, I fall under that category, all those categories. Um, how it was last year. Now, with, now, while these are in, while these are not, I said while these are in, I just don't like that word are in. I think it should be are, was still something or not. But anyways, this, this is not a, this is not English school. Um, while these are not always definite signs of mental health, they are indicated of a fat headspace, which may require help from a therapist. Okay, so need need seek um, need help, professional help. There, there's lots of people. You have therapists. Talk to a trusted person. Um, find some organizations about you know if you want to kill yourself or whatever. There are some numbers that you can call. Okay, the next question number three is. How do we deal with loneliness? How do we deal with loneliness? Well, for many people um, living alone right now, social distancing has cut off everyday interactions that are critical, that are very critical for your mental health stability. Um, now, Dr. Jesse Go says she understands this on a personal level since she's since she also lives alone okay um and she says this is the first time it's been very um evident that i live alone now she recommends everyone should make an effort to reach out to friends or family um to maintain social interaction with one another that could involve just you know talking on the phone um you know, virtually, you know, I'm connecting with them, you know, virtually through Zoom, Skype, whatever works for you, Google Meets, um, whatever. Um, and she says that could, you know, involve just talking, like I said, talking on the phone or setting up a game, you know, through here, through Zoom, Skype, whatever, or movie viewing night, you know, watching, you know, the same movie, you know, together. Um, you know, you have Mr. Rooms, you know, there are lots of video and conferencing that you can't do. To stay, you know, interact with one another. Okay. Now she continues on saying it's, it actually feels more like work to her, but it's worth doing it in the end. Okay. Now she also suggests that in this moment of isolation that we that we are all in, that we can find the things we truly enjoy doing by ourselves okay um probably for example i don't know um like reading instead of you know having you know a book club you know virtually you could do i don't know i'm just making up things but but yeah she also she also suggests that in this moment of isolation that we can find the things we truly enjoy doing by ourselves walking going for a jog run hiking exercise, you know, things I mentioned earlier, okay? Now, the PBS 
news our viewers they also weigh in with ways they have been coping during this time that we're in and finding joy in the things that they enjoy doing such as bike rides um working out learning to meditate um knitting or watching new or favorite tv shows you know been watching some new shows or your old shows um and she continues on saying, Dr. Jesse Go, she says, find what coping skills work for you, okay? Find whatever coping skills best works for you. Um, and the final question I have for you guys is, what are some, and, and this is probably where y'all thinking right now, is what are some resources available during COVID-19? some best resources well i got you guys covered because as the pandemic it continue, it continues on we don't know when it's going to end so as the coronavirus continues many doctors are they are very concerned about the way of their patients mental health issues they they're very concerned about that caused by extension social um interactions anxiety worrying this um about about you know the virus about the coronavirus now dr jesse go says it's important to first break down the distance um between a mental and your physical health now she says that i think we like to separate things um a lot but i don't know if if that necessarily helps us out um so like you have okay so many physical issues you guys like a lack of protective gear and helping to treat those with COVID-19 it directly affects a person's mental health okay and Dr. Go she says that means we're probably already seeing the effects of your poor mental health on a portion of the population um so that can yeah that can really destroy now she also lists a few helpful mental health resources to help you guys out that are available during this pandemic right now so listen up um first to find a therapist she recommends going to um physical physiologicallytoday.com um, to find therapists if you you know your mental health is not very well she wants you to either find therapists go to physiologicallytoday.com the next she recommends for members of the trans community she recommends calling or texting the trans um, lifeline okay now for the emergencies people she recommends the crisis lifeline or the national suicide prevention lifeline and finally for the frontline workers out there in particular she recommends the project parachute or the emotional ppe okay so those are the things that that she recommends um, the different types of people that you know should um, call if your mental health your mental health state is not good okay 
Um, and she also says online services like um, Teladoc are very helpful as well, but are limiting in many ways, even for the therapist. And she says, it's really hard for me. It's really hard for me. I think I'm really used to the human interaction face to face. Someone, someone was like right for me. Yeah. Um, that's what she says. And she continues on saying, but it's a lot better than nothing, particularly during this pandemic, this coronavirus, where social distancing has been the key to curbing the spread of the virus. Now, while the telemedicine can be the cause effective for some people, she says many people do not have easy access to either the internet because people, you know, that don't have internet access at home, they have to use, you know, hotspots or go to their local libraries um, or a device in order to use these services. Like they may not have, you know, a phone like I do, you know, a phone. They may not have that. Um, so that, you know, gives them all the information. So that's, that's what she says. And finally, what she says is, this is not something we can just assume people can use, okay? That's what she finally says. So I hope these questions and these answers kind of help out um, to you guys because they quite help me out as well. Um, when I was reading through here and sharing the types of you know questions, so I hope those can help out a lot. So, like I said, continuing throughout the month of May on here on my podcast, Education Thoughts with Amy Harrison, and then also my first podcast, Future Educators Talk. I have been talking about all month long tips, give y'all some tips, resources, some ways of how you can take care of your mental health during this time because everyone's mental health is an issue right now. It is a problem. We need to literally take care of ourselves. Okay. And like I mentioned earlier in this episode, do something that you love doing, um, that you love doing, reading, cooking, you know, some new recipes, going for a going, you know, going for a hike, jog, run, exercise, meditate, um, something that keeps you occupied, play with your children, you know, interact with them. Um, I mean, there are so many hobbies, activities that you can do during this time to keep you occupied. Because if you, if you don't do nothing, if you don't do nothing, if you don't do nothing, then it can destroy you guys. It can destroy you, believe me. It almost destroyed me last year. It almost destroyed me last year. So I hope these questions and the answers I provide, they help out of how you can take care of your mental health. Um, and like I was mentioning, I'm gonna be continuing to talk about mental health throughout the month of May. And then I'm also, I'm trying to find um, resources and stuff about next month because next month in June it is men's mental health month so I'll be trying to you know find ways you know tips resources to help out the men's out there especially black men's um I did an episode last week of where I talk about 
Black men's mental health and how it is a big challenge for us because it, it, it just is, it is a big challenge for us because we don't, like I said in that episode, and I encourage you guys to check it out, that um, we don't like to talk about our problems or our issues to someone. We just like to, you know, keep it in like I did last year. I just kept it in. I didn't want to talk to anyone about my problems. Just want to keep it in. And if you keep it all in, you keep it all in, you're literally going to literally you have all this information in. You're literally going to you're going to explode. You're going to explode. So I encourage you guys, the black men's out there, and to all the men's, to take care of your mental health. Especially everyone, take care of your mental health. Okay, but it is a really big deal for us, the black men's, and also. Um, Black communities as well, as well with this, you know, coronavirus. It is a, it, it's um, a big deal for us. It is affecting us disproportionately. I believe I did an episode of that on Future Educators Talk, or on here, or I probably did an IG live doing that, of of how it is affecting us, the black communities, disproportionately. These coronavirus. Um, so I just throughout the month again sharing some tips. And then also in June, I'll be also sharing some tips for Men's Mental Health Month and also to the Black Men's as well because it's a big challenge for us. So thank you guys for listening, watching um, this special episode of Education Talks with Damian Anderson. Take care, you guys. Um, please take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. I just encourage you. Please take care of yourself because... Your mental health is important. Your mental health is important. Again, your mental health is important. So take care of yourself, you guys. Take care. Um, stay home as possible. But if you have to go outside, out in public, remember to wear a mask, okay? And six feet apart. And to wash your hands. Still, you guys, wash your hands. Even when this is all over with, Continue to wash your hands, okay? Because we don't want germs. We don't want any more germs, especially from this coronavirus, you know, spreading germs and it's getting worse. We don't need that. So take care. Um, if you have to go outside in public, wear a mask, six feet apart, and to wash your hands. I'll see you guys back on another episode of Education Thoughts with Damian Anderson. Take care, you guys. Hello everyone, it's Damian Anderson. If you have a question, concerns about my podcast, Education Thoughts with Damian Anderson, stories to share with me, feedback to make my podcast better, reactions to the things I talk about, jokes to tell, or someone you would like for me to interview, please send them in by direct messaging me directly on Instagram at Anderson or at edu thoughts pod you can email me at damian anderson 2019 at gmail.com or send in a voice message by going to anchor.fm slash edu thoughts podcast and click on the message tab to where you can record your questions into me thanks